and we are back with our latest edition of the Shoot Around, presented by Bench Talk Radio. We're hitting you with episode 56, the Lawrence Taylor episode. It's going to drop on Monday, May 17th. Uh, what's up, fellas? How, how are you guys doing? Good. <laughs> Great. Doing good. I always toss that out there, boys. It's uh, I'm all about mental health first. Every episode, I always ask how, how you guys are doing. Got my shot today. My arm's been twitching for the last 12 hours, so I'm a little concerned. Which one did you get? Pfizer. Sheesh. It literally, like, immediately started twitching, like, five seconds after he put it in. That's the really? do, you have, shit, though, do you have the no? dead arm? That's what I had. I had like the dead arm where it like the Josh Donaldson yeah, sore, like sore to lift. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have that yet. Everyone's been saying it'll probably happen tomorrow, but just the twitch. Yeah, just, my muscles just been like pulsing randomly. Nice. Sounds good. Sounds like it's working. So, uh, do you need like some hourly check-ins? And if we don't get a response, send an ambulance or what? Might be a good idea, yeah. Okay. So that's just kind of something to keep in mind, I guess. I, I'm personally scheduled to get injected. I don't know with what, uh, May 25th, and then I'm... Jeez, I'll, you're ahead of me. Yeah, man. Then I can spread my wings and fly, do whatever you I guys want. Are all, you guys are all ahead of me. London is way behind. We're still at 45 plus. Really? Yeah. Isn't London kind of like... It's not a hot spot, but I thought it was definitely... Yeah. No, it's not. Really? It's been it's been Guelph. pretty. Guelph. I feel like. Are you getting yours in Guelph, Tom? Ah, uh, Fergus. But Fergus. But that's under like Wellington Public yeah. Health still. Oh yeah, yeah. so you're the same thing. Yeah, they got. They ended up being some experimental thing that London did not get. So. Oh, that's why, Guelph, that's why Guelph and or Wellington County or whatever it is yeah. gets to go so early. Whereas London's still at 45 plus. Last I looked, so I'm uh, still a ways away. And the, you can look at it by township, and Fergus Alora isn't too bad, but we kind of get in there under the gun with Guelph. So mm-hmm. donate that one bit. Um, hopefully we can just kind of get the ball rolling and I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. I can actually fucking Back. go golfing. Go golfing. Yep. Uh, play tennis again. I'm not going to get into t- my tennis career but sheesh relax rafa i'll be addicted by addicted to blading midweek so you're good well here's the thing man if like suddenly i get a pair of blades and i see you and curtis are longboarding now so what was the point of me getting blades we're still blade gang okay just, just mix it up every once in a while okay well phil also got some blades going so but who knows who knows he's kind of a lazy guy so I got a pair of blades. Don't worry. Bring that uh, duck whistle into black Guelph black. and and rally up the troops. I'm I'm all in for sure. Unreal, unreal. We and your Messier like, jersey, Tom. The Messier jersey that goes to my elbows. <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for the text to let me know to send you some money back. Yeah, I'm probably sending it back, man. Wait, what's <laughs> the story here? Adam sold me his yeah. Messier jersey for sixty bucks, and like I I was. He said it fit him a little tight, so I'm like, oh. But I, he asked for my measurements and like said, oh. I, I didn't ask probably. for yours. I provided you the measurements. You said, all right, sounds good. Well, no, I also said, I don't know what those numbers mean. And then you said, oh, well, if you, um, if you weigh, if you're, 
whatever height and at whatever weight, you should be fine. And I legitimately I, thought you would be. I well, I might I might need to see a picture before I do a refund. Here's the I'll I'll shoot my brother a text and tell him to bring the jersey down here. Like it's it only goes up to my elbows. <laughs> That's perfect blade jersey. And you don't the, want it too long for the middle of summer. Well, I'd let the air flow. Yeah, give me one second. Uh, you guys can talk about some while I text Phil up here. I'm not a great multitasker. Bend that lettuce. Long. Gets longer every epi. That's crazy, man. When was the last time you got a haircut again? Uh, would have been last August, I believe. Last August, August or July. Geez. August or July. So it's we'll looking, be, It was pretty nice. short when I got it cut, too. So It's looking thick, too. It, it's, yeah. It's quite a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, and haircuts, haircuts are a thing that need to happen. I'm waiting on Phil now. He said he hasn't got back to me. He was literally right here when I called him, like when I called him lazy. He was in the room. He was grabbing. Is it, uh, <laughs> so is it Rain- Rangers or Edmonton here? Rangers. It's pretty back snug, snug. Like, if it fit. Back when he was the king of New York, man. It's a little sass. Come on. No sass took over the mantle, man. Uh, Messier, like, um, I just remember, like, listening to Nick Caprios on a podcast and he was on the same, um, on the same Rangers team, obviously as him. And he talked about how uh, the year after they won the cup, like Messier, like at the time, like no Yankee, no Nick had the pole heated. He would go to whatever bar, just do one of these. And then here we go. And then uh, he's <laughs> that was like, <laughs> that was perfect timing. Yeah. I'm shirtless on the pod. Well, I couldn't fit it Carps over there. Off. I'm, yeah, I'm going to step it in the change Whoa. room for a sec. Cam, narrate this. Narrate Tom stripping for us. Well, I am I want to place a bet. I don't think it's going to be as bad as he says he, it is. Sure. Like, it was if it like, fit Adam, honestly, like, how was it on you? Because I feel like if like it, it can, fit, it you fit okay, me, it was it just fit like him okay. my barrel was very evident. <laughs> so. did, the, did the sleeves fit you? Like, was it to your own? Oh, jeez. That is pretty short. <laughs> Stand up, back up. Yeah, move back. You can't hear. You have to say it again. Stand move up back and back up. Just so we can see, like... Here. Uh, that looks like a nice fitting jersey. No, it doesn't, man. It's too short, man. The sleeves are... Those are short. That's like Dude, a jersey I don't know. you get when... I'm kind of no. in, in on the summer vibe, though. Dude, yeah, if you're you're blading if you're, roller, with if you you're rollerblading around with that, that's perfect. Man, it's a youth extra large, man. I was gonna say that's like a jersey you get as a kid and you just like try to wear it as long as possible, and at some point you gotta give it up. Is yeah, it no, comfortable no, at all? Because I think no, you could like pull tight. it off. Okay, if it's not comfortable. It's right? like tighter on the chest. Well, like not that I ever miss a chest day, but um I I put up a few plates. Either side. Heavy. Either side. Yeah. Wow. Heavy plates too. Not five pound plates each side. <laughs> nah, man. Come on. Come on. All right. Well, so if anyways, the consensus is it's too small, I guess I can refund you. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I didn't appreciate the thought, but uh, yeah, it doesn't fit. <laughs> bottom line 50% refunds only 
it, it's kind of like a three, it's kind of like a three quarter sleeve. Like yeah, you get you get Adam you get Adam bucks back. Yeah, you just have to buy another thing off my Depop. Yeah, I have to Store buy more credit or uh, buy more inclusion initiative gear. Yeah, that's an option too. Get an inclusion credit. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that's kind of a little opening preamble there. I'm uh, not gonna take the jersey off because I'll have that'll take way too long. I'll have to peel it off. So let's just dive into the podcast. I'm just going to rock the King of New York's jersey as we go. I think first thing I kind of want to touch on is it, all the NBA playoff matchups are set. And uh, like, I don't know how much you guys pay attention to the NBA. Like I know it's not probably as much as I do, but uh, I can have here kind of the NBA odds tracker in front of me so I can give you guys the championship odds uh, before we do that Raptors are missing the playoffs for the first time since kind of that first we the north year so a uh, hell of an end to that kind of run statistically the Raptors by point differential are one of the best teams to not make the playoffs in the past like 10 years or something like that they just kind of lost way too many close games that like this year just wasn't there for them. Like they had uh, half their team was gone from COVID for a while. It'll be, they'll hopefully get a high pick this summer and then reset. And then away we go. We're back. We're back at it, back uh, competing at the top of the East. You guys pay attention to the Raptors at all. or I watched a very few basketball games this year in general, but like, like you just said, like they lost a lot of close games. There's so many times I get like the score notification where they'd be winning in the third, and then I get the fourth quarter end of the game, and, like, all of a sudden they lost. Like, I would yeah. say probably, like, 50% of games were like that. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, even though, as I said, half their team was missing from COVID, like, there's such a well-run organization that, like, they just churned out so many random guys out of the G League, like Paul Watson was playing good. Yeah. That Utah Watanabe guy. Malachi Flynn and um, Jalen Harris, like their recent draft picks, they look pretty good. The Stanley Raptors, Johnson had 35 the other night, didn't he? Yeah. The Raptors okay. actually – I saw this tweet, and that seems wild. The Raptors set an NBA record for most players in a season to get 30 points. They had 10 different guys get 30 this year for them. Wow. I watched like three games all year, and each game it was another who the – F is this guy game like there was yeah like you said somebody knew every game it felt like no idea where they find these guys yeah so the idea is like this year they'll probably have a top 10 pick hopefully it sneaks in the top five and we can land a Jalen Suggs type guy uh, like a real kind of top impact guy that they never have a chance to draft and then uh, kind of reset from there and the thing is like there'll be kind of less Kyle Lowry drama there'll there won't be like the like literally half the team and half the coaching staff had COVID for like three weeks next is year. Larry, she, is Larry going to do that? I saw a report. This is a few weeks ago now. I don't know if this changed, but is Larry going to do a sign and trade to Philly? Is that a thing that's happening still? I don't know. There's a few things on the table. I think I saw somewhere that like the Raptors would offer him a real contract if he wanted, if he wants to sign and trade, they wouldn't say no. Like that's that. Does he want to come back? Alive. Does anyone know? I, it hasn't been reported that much. I'd personally be kind of shocked because, like, from the Raptors' perspective, Larry is probably the best guy in franchise history. And you don't necessarily 
want him to leave until he says it's time to leave. You know what I mean? Especially when he's mm-hmm. still playing good basketball. So I think they'll kind of honor what he wants one way or the other. Cause it's not like he sucks. So if he says, Oh, I want to come back, you're put in a tough spot. Like he's still a valuable NBA player. Yeah. So, so he's still on the $30 million price point. No, they gave him, they gave him that as kind of like a good thing. Thank you. Thanks for the, chi- thanks for staying. Thanks for the chip. Like that, that was what that was. Yeah. Hopefully I, I personally would like to see him play more games in a Raptors uniform, but if that, if that's how it ends, whatever. Mm-hmm. The montages will be good. He's definitely the he's definitely the goat raptor. Yeah, because he'll, like, be, he'll be the first number retired. He'll be if there's ever a statue for a raptor, it'll be him first. Yeah, because he had the longevity of like uh, Vince Carter or uh, Chris Bosh, but he actually got the team over the hump. Like mm-hmm. I know Kawhi was was the guy on that team, but Kyle was still second best player and playing at yeah. an incredibly high level. Like mm-hmm. there's no other guy that blends like that type of that level of play, that level of kind of when he's out there, he's not just a great player, but he's the hardest worker on the court. He checks all the boxes, fan favorite skill, got the team a championship. Like there's nothing to complain about there. Mm-hmm. For sure. Best player I've taken charge of I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he likes to just toss his body out there, even if sometimes it's a flop, whatever. He's shorter than everyone out there. Flops happen. Go complainer to refs, too. He's the only one in the league, probably, that I don't get mad at when he complains at yeah. refs because I love it. It's like the same thing every time. He makes the same facial expression. And yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is that, like, uh, there's something about him that, I think it's because he does play with an edge that when he flops, it's kind of like he's he's been grinding all night. He's just looking for every advantage he can get. Whereas like when a superstar does it, like like a Vince Carter or LeBron, like anytime they'd flop, it'd be like, come on, man, just dunk the ball next time. You don't need to you don't need to do that bullshit. You're you're way more athletic and way taller than the other guy. Just finish at the rim type stuff, but. Tom, I just pulled up the Eastern Conference standings, and this is the first time I've looked at these in months. Yeah. The New York Knicks are in fourth place in the yeah, East. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What's going on? Julius Randle's getting legitimate MVP votes because this year he decided to turn into a point guard at power forward. Like, he he started racking up assists this year and, like, really dribbled, yeah, dribbled the ball like no one thought he could and he's like LeBron size like he was always kind of like this weird guy that couldn't play defense but he was fast for his size and could grab rebounds but now he just decided I can shoot the ball pass and dribble so that's kind of fun I don't think that's wild like I actually was not expecting to see that also is the NBA the only league in the world where multiple teams under 500 make the playoffs like every friggin year like I swear Uh, that happens all the time like the NHL, the you can make the hockey. argument. Yeah, that's the, the same overtime with hockey, losses. Yeah. 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 Like, if you look at Montreal's record, they're way under 500 if you, like, actually count overtime losses as losses. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, like, the but thing Montreal, is- under the normal format, also wouldn't be sniffing the playoffs. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I actually haven't looked, but I assume, I assume that's true. No, there's – like, the NHL, like, the bottom seeds always are kind of, like – 
at or below 500, sometimes at Bonchar. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, like, um, I may as well kind of give you guys these. Uh, these are the, uh, as of the, I, I'm just on sports bettingdime.com it's the vegas nba odds tracker so top odds go plus 200 to the brooklyn nets plus 400 to the lakers plus 550 to the clippers plus 700 to the jazz bucks plus 750 and the sixers suns plus 1400 nuggets plus 3500 heat plus 4000 uh, Mavericks plus 4,000, Celtics plus 5,000, Trailblazers plus 6,000, Hawks and Knicks plus 10,000, Warriors plus 20,000. And then, like, it's the play in, guys. Sorry, what was what was Portland? 7,000? 6,000. Plus, wild the Lakers are the have the second best, second best when they're going to be in the play in. They're a seven seed, yeah. But I obviously you understand. I don't disagree. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't even. Di- I don't disagree though. Yeah, <laughs> that plan's going to be electric. LeBron against Steph. Why is it the okay. seven versus eight and nine versus ten? Because the loser of the seven and eight seed play the winner of the other playing game. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, so, so if you're the nine or ten, you have to win two games to yeah get to in. make the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw it was seven versus eight, I'm like, this makes no sense. Right so, like, away. LeBron will – But like, Tom's out here teaching lessons again. So. Yeah, LeBron Man, won't miss it, the playoffs. It would be fun if LeBron missed the playoffs, though. I'm, yeah. I'm Wait, no so if LeBron, So, how does it work? LeBron plays Steph. That's the seven versus the eight. And if he loses, he's done? One no, game? No, they, they got another one against the winner of the 9-10. Yeah. Oh, so the winner of 7-8 is in. And then the loser – of seven eight plays the winner game. of nine ten for the second chance in. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, and like typical LeBron, um, when it was kind of looking like his team was on course to be the play in, he tweeted out like whoever came up with this play in game nonsense should be fired. And then people pulled up tweets of last year, him watching the play in games from the bubble last year and saying, "Wow." This is this is such exciting basketball. Dame Lillard in a one game, in a one game chance for the playoffs. You can't write this stuff. And it, people are like, LeBron's a clown. Like <laughs> this year, yeah. Like, I really he, understand why that's even necessary. Like, didn't they play seventy two games or whatever it was? Apparently, uh, it's permanent now, isn't it? It's a uh, it's a way to kind of um, well, a the games will be decently high ratings, like a one and done kind of playoff situation and then like the so it's like introducing one, a wild card game to basketball yeah, yeah exactly the the 9 10 matchup like that's just a straight up like win and you get a chance to be in game so like there's a ton of pressure there and then the other matchup like that's lebron against steph like that that'll draw ratings even though like the idea like lebron's not gonna lose twice steph probably might, never be those like two calories yeah, say, it's not, it's not always gonna be lebron against steph in that game but it worked this year. Yeah. What is it in the East? What is it like in the next East year? Conference? It's going to be like the versus someone. Yeah. Celtics Wizards and Pacers Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. Celtics Wizards will be a good game too. Like Russ and uh, Bradley Beal against Jason Tatum and Kemba. No. Um, hmm. No, no Jalen Brown. But like that's still like four marquee players. 
Just Man, a quick side note: When did the Panthers get like the best fan base in the league? This arena is going nuts right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, they're playing it is. Tampa, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. is that two one like, now? Yeah, yeah they Florida just scored, but like their fans are like standing up every twenty seconds, screaming at the refs. Is it sold out? No. Are they allowed in Florida? No, it's busy. But I mean, I think for the NHL, it's not allowed. But like UFC's had fights in Florida. And- Texas and all these other places where the arena is like packed. Yeah. So you got the towels going. Oh my God, I kind of like Portland at plus 6,000. I, I, I don't see them doing it. Like, this no? isn't the. If the Trailblazers were going to do it, I kind of liked them better other years. But um, this year, the West is just everyone's gotten so much better, and Portland felt like they didn't make a jump. You know what I mean? Like their year yeah. was their best year was when they made it to the conference finals against like that last KD team, the year the Raptors won. And like mm-hmm. they ran into a buzzsaw that year. I think the West is just like, there's so many guys out there. I just kind of think Portland's window is unfortunately kind of close. Like I like Dame Lillard a lot, but I just don't see that. Do you think Phoenix is legit? I, I think, I don't know. I don't feel good with, Booker and DeAndre Ayton as kind of young guys kind of getting their feet wet for the first time. And Chris Paul, as like awesome as he is, he's always been a playoff underperformer and he's the guy that's supposed to lead them. Like I just, mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with that. I yeah. agree with all that. Who so, do you see coming out? Who do you see as the West final then? It probably should just be the Lakers. Like that's the easy answer. But one team that kind of like, they don't get the buzz because of how they ended last season. That's the Clippers. And I Mm. just like this year, they got better. Like they replaced Montez Harrell who had to get benched at the end of games because his defense was so awful. They replaced him with Serge Ibaka. They replaced uh, Lou Williams, who in the playoffs has been horrendous because when the game slows down, like the other team's defense can just keep up with them. And then on defense, he's a non-factor. They replaced his minutes with Rondo who is just straight up the third best player on that Lakers team during the run last year. Like on paper, the Clippers got a lot better analytically. Like they just had one of the best three point shooting seasons of all time. Just no one talked about them. And Kawhi, once he gets to the playoffs, he's just a machine. He's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like the Clippers, even though they don't get the buzz Lakers. Like they feel like it should be obvious, even though they're the seven seed, but like, I, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm just too big of uh, maybe my LeBron haterness is kind of going through, but it won't be like last year where uh, they drew a banged up Portland team in the first round. Like that was the eight seed. Like CJ McCollum was hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of their centers were hurt. Easy win. Next round they played Houston where they had PJ Tucker starting at five guarding Anthony Davis. Like that was absurd. Like, <laughs> The Lakers, like, I think four of their starting lineup were taller than everyone on Houston. Like, that was a walkthrough. And then the Denver Nuggets last year kind of played above Yeah, they knocked the Clippers off, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, in the conference finals, like, they were kind Don't of a sleep. young – Yeah, they were kind of a young team that kind of – that was the end of the line for them, you know what I mean? They had two great series, and – a guy like Jamal Murray just kind of ran out of steam. He wasn't going to toss up 30 points a game for another Mm -hmm. series against the Lakers. And then in the finals, they played 
a Miami Heat team that only got there because Goran Dragic, Bam Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler were playing out of their minds. And then in the final, Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo barely played. And then Tyler Hero decided to be awesome. But, like, that's two of their – like, mm-hmm. the Lakers, like, quietly had one of the easiest paths to the finals of all time. And this year, like, as a seven seed, they're going to have a lot longer of a road. So I just don't – like, maybe I'm nitpicking and they'll just walk through because on paper they're pretty awesome, but I just don't see it. Yeah. The best values I like. So if I was to pick a final, I would say I like Clippers and I kind of like Clippers and Sixers. And I think I think it's Brooklyn. Man. Is Brooklyn fully healthy come playoffs? Uh, yeah, but they're the tallest guy on the court for them is Kevin Durant. Uh, who cares? Well, they're... like who guards who guards Embiid? Who guards Giannis? Like I guess. I don't know. Like, that's two of the best scores in the league at a position that Brooklyn can't defend whatsoever. Whereas uh, both Brooklyn or both Milwaukee and Sixers have guys who can at least defend. Like, you don't have to stop Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. You just need to throw enough out to slow them down on one end and then score enough on the other end. And like, between the Bucks having Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, uh, Giannis and Brooke Lopez is a good rim protector. And then Philadelphia, Ben Simmons uh, has a case for defensive player of the year. Matisse Thibel is one of the best. Like they, both teams just have so many defenders. I just, again. Can, Brooke, can DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin just do absolutely nothing now? Griffin's actually been good. DeAndre Jordan stinks. <laughs> Blake Griffin's actually been kind of good, which like kind of makes me lose respect for him because – like he legitimately didn't dunk for a calendar year and people thought he people rightly thought he was washed because of that. And now that he's actually like playing well, it's like, okay, like you kind of mailed it in, even though you're making max money, like that's kind of Bush league. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't really respect guys like him and James Harden that kind of like just play your contracts, like whatever. But so what I was saying, like that was kind of my counterpoint to why I don't love Brooklyn. Again, it might just be Brooklyn, LA finals, Lakers finals. I think you're trying to like throw out some hot takes to make it a little more interesting, but deep down, you know, it's going to be Lakers. Nets. Well, like that's the thing is like once the games start, it might just look once the ball's tipped off, it might just be like, okay, what were we thinking? Like, of course, these two teams are the best. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think defense is a very real thing in the playoffs. Like, matchups are huge, and I just don't know how Brooklyn stops anyone. Like, that obviously – not anyone stops Brooklyn either. Well, the, people said the same thing about Steve Nash's sons who would outscore teams in the regular season by a clip that was unheard of at the time, and then they'd get to the playoffs. The game slows down, and, like, even though – they would win a few rounds and be super competitive. They weren't running away with it like they would during the regular season. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. But and Brooke, I would argue, I would, I would argue Steve Nash's sons didn't have like they were like a, an amazing team, but they didn't have the same firepower as Brooklyn Nets team does. Like they didn't right. have Durant, Harden, Irving. You know what I mean? Like, but I would also argue that Steve Nash's sons, even though they had firepower, they between uh, Sean Marion, Raja Bell. 
and um, like they had a few other guys way better defensively than, sure. than at Brooklyn. I saw a tweet today where like analytically James Harden's the best like post defender on the Brooklyn Nets, and like that's you. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't. I think it could look ugly. It could look ugly. It could just they could run away with it because they're a glorified All Star team. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like the other, like I definitely hear your argument, and I don't have a counter to it. I would just say the only thing is, I don't know how you stop them either. Yeah. You know? In terms of this uh, list I just went through, um, I say I think the best value for championship is probably plus three thousand five hundred for Denver, because even though Denver they without have, Murray, yeah. Well, like Michael Porter Jr. has been scoring at a clip that almost makes up for that, and I. Looking through the West, Jokic, I don't know. There's maybe one guy who can stay on the court same time as Jokic the entire playoffs. Like, I think Jokic might actually be almost the most unguardable player in the playoffs. Sure. But for Denver to, to, Denver to win a championship, they would have to go through the Lakers and probably Brooklyn. Yeah. Does that seem likely to you without Murray? Like, I, like – I, I, I hear your argument that it is a value pick, but I yeah, say I didn't that, say they're my favorite that to win, but I'm saying at the odds, like that's a team that you could toss some money on. And if it paid out, like it would pay more than the front runners. But I, I like after them, like Heat, Mavericks, Celtics, Blazers, I wouldn't take any of them over Denver. Hmm. Jokic like deservedly won the MVP this year. Like he shot the ball, like he's always been kind of a passive scorer and like, an incredible playmaker at center. And then this year he decided to shoot the ball twice as much and his efficiency didn't dip at all. And he's still passing the ball a ton. He's, he's still a good rebounder. And like the rest of their teams just saw it defensively. I don't know. Like, and you look at it, like it's all basketball is all about matchups. You look at it. There's only one guy that can guard him. And that is, uh, Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis, the Lakers don't like playing him at center because he gets tired way too quickly banging what around. I'm, in the what, about, um, what about Embiid? Embiid, um, like if they make it to the finals, then yeah, Embiid, he's not so you're like talking only in the West. Yeah. And even at that Embiid, when you pull him away from the hoop, he's not as mobile as Anthony Davis. Jokic, like they give them the ball at the top of the three point line, like he's a point guard. You pull mm-hmm. and beat away, like he get blown by every time by Jokic. Anthony Davis is legitimately the only guy that can stick with him. And the Lakers don't like to play him too many minutes at the five. He's a matchup nightmare. That's the only I wouldn't take them as my final team because as you said, they have to go through the Lakers. But I'm saying value wise, that's the value pick, I'd say, if you're gonna put money on an NBA champ. Yeah, it's fair. I feel like the NBA is the worst league to throw value picks out there. I feel like oh, it's always yeah. exactly what you expect. Except last year, Miami made it to the final, and like the okay, Raptors, sure, yeah. Raptors it's still winning. it's still more rare than it is in a football or a baseball or even yeah. a hockey, in my opinion. Out of the four, they're the most predictable sport. Maybe I would say, like obviously, those years Golden State with Durant, they kind of made it less than fun but, to do that. But, but the years before that was Miami, right? Miami still lost to um, – they lost two of them. I mean, Tom, there's a 10-year period you could bet that LeBron was going to make the finals, right? Sure, but, like, that's 
we're talking betting on winners here. I guess. Uh, LeBron, LeBron, no loser. I like that <laughs> subtle jab. Okay, like, I agree, but I'm sure if you look back at it, LeBron's team would have always been pretty high odds to win, I'd imagine. Yeah. Throughout the last 10 years. And the years easy he pick. did, and he wouldn't have, wouldn't have made much. I guess, but the, the years he didn't, did he lose to anyone that was a surprise? Not really. The Mavericks. Okay, yeah, until it's 11. Yeah. And... But that was 10 years ago. Like, that, like that's my point. There was 10 years ago since there was an unpredictable winner. You know, I guess well, you could every, kind of argue yeah. the Raptors, sort of, but still. And I'd also say that the uh, San Antonio team that beat him his last year in Miami, like they were, like they weren't favored in that series. Kawhi bottled him up, though. Ran him mm. out of Miami. They probably weren't plus 3,500. Like they're definitely <laughs> yeah. like in the hundreds. Yeah, that's the argument. That's the argument I'm trying to say. Like that Mavericks the, team would have been huge odds. Every year, every year in basketball, there's like only three or four teams that have a realistic shot of winning, usually with a clear favorite, most of the time. Right, but I was just saying. Like, how often if, does it go outside of those four? Not yeah, very often. Maybe the Dallas argument I'll accept, but that was ten years ago. Well, like the Raptors, like there would have been Raptors four, weren't top four in NBA odds. I'm sure they were. Probably not in the that in those years, like the top four teams in the West. And then the Raptors were the two seed behind Milwaukee. That's like around five or six teams probably ahead of them in odds. You think really? I'll yeah, have to go back to Raptors, I don't know if I I don't know if I buy there was four teams in the West that were above the Raptors in odds. I'd say so. Like the the Raptors were like, even though they had Kawhi, like they were treated as choke artists. No, I know, I know they were. And exactly. And like I don't know, I just I think it happens more than you'd think. Like that NBA, like obviously, as I said, the Durant Warriors kind of made it a little unfun for those two years because like it was just automatic. But like they, I don't know, stuff does happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying out of the four major sports, I consider it the most predictable. I'm trying to find the 04 Pistons out here, man. In their- <laughs> okay, fair. So, anyways, that's that's a that's a fair bit of basketball talk. We can move on from that. Uh, so, kind of the next thing I've jotted down here is a lot of people this week were making a big deal of uh, Tim Tebow uh, getting what he signed a contract with Jacksonville. Like he's not just a training camp guy anymore. But a lot of people were pissed. What did you guys kind of think about it? I mean, I, I mean, don't think he actually makes the roster. Yeah. I didn't think it was that consequential. Like, a lot of people were – like, I saw the take, like, oh, Tim Tebow gets a contract but not Con Kaepernick. It's like, it's Tim He's Tebow not, as a tight end. Like, yeah, I was going to say, it's a different it. position. It's not the same thing. No. It's Urban Meyer trying to get the gang back together. Yeah. And then Tebow gave up the baseball dream, so he's back to football. But he has that's, to play new position. That's more, like – I feel like my problem with this, more than – them signing him is that this guy can't friggin' pick a career. Yeah. Is he not getting old by now? Like he's gotta be like 30 plus now, no? Let me look it up quick. He's probably gotta be close to 30. I don't know what side of it he's on. Yeah, he's just a few years older than 33. Yeah. Like he's not old old, but like Yeah, but you're 33 and it's just it's just bizarre to me. Like this guy tried to be a quarterback, then he was an analyst, then he was a baseball player, and now he's a tight end. Like yeah. Looks like he's still in pretty good shape, though. Like, I don't well, think a, it's he was like a professional a baseball player as yeah. recently as last summer, right? Yeah, and like, yeah. So 
the kind of narrative that was all over Twitter was, wow, this guy just gets things handed to him. I'm like, yeah, like that minor league baseball job with the Mets. Like, sick, man, you're riding a fucking uh, bus from Syracuse to like Omaha. Like, I don't sick. think like a lot of people realize like how little minor league baseball players make. Yeah, like he was just like he obviously had enough money that he could just do it. But like, it's not like he was playing in the, he was handed a job on the New York Mets. He was just trying to chase the dream. Like who cares? Like if, if a pro athlete wants to quit and try and be a minor league baseball player, like who am I to Michael tell Jordan. him to stop? Yeah, exactly. He got up to triple A at one point, didn't he? I thought he kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. playing for Port St. Lucie. Yeah. So yeah. He obviously he deserves to be there at some extent. His stats weren't like they weren't good. Don't get me wrong, but they were like he definitely was as as good as some other minor league players. Like he was not the worst guy around. Yeah, like if he was terrible, like they wouldn't have put him up to Triple A. Like they would have ended it a long time ago. Yeah, I just don't buy that. Like um, that. Oh, Tim Tebow was handed an opportunity that no one else gets, and like this is unprecedented. Like if he well, does, if he can't play he won't play you know what i mean like urban meyer like college hot shots like him and nick saban like the leash you still have to win and if if he brings tim tebow up he sucks and it's an absolute circus he'll get fired like why are, like he's not bulletproof you know what i mean like if he he must actually feel like tim tebow can play tight end or he'll cut him like i don't see an in-between there i, I saw some takes that i actually didn't hate that this is just Urban trying to take some pressure off Trevor Lawrence because he knows the media is going to be all over Tebow and it'll probably take some of that pressure off Lawrence, which yeah. honestly is the true. worst thing in the probably world. True. Yeah. yeah, that could be like that. That actually sounds like a, like a reasonable thought, like amid all that. Like it is kind of, it is kind of weird. He's playing tight end. I, I won't disagree with that, but I just don't understand. Like the people that hate that this is happening, they just, like they're just Tebow haters, you know what I mean? Like it's, like it's not that big of a deal. People, I mean, also like, no matter what, not even have hate. Exactly. Like I, like, I wrote, as of as of right now, he's not signed. It's just Urban Meyer saying, "Hey, I think we might sign him." Like today, Kelvin Benjamin signed as the fucking uh, Giants tight end. Like former Mc- Bills him legend. switching to tight end was was probably a good idea. Well, Booger McFarland during that one Bills game said he was one that Kelvin Benjamin was one biscuit away from being a tight end. He must have ate a biscuit. Well, the Giants seem to think he's uh he's eaten enough biscuits. He's gotten up there. He's he's making weight at the tight end position. But yeah, like that happened today. Like um Nate Robinson, he tried out for the Seattle Seahawks a few years ago. Where was that outrage there? Like people are saying Tim Tebow is taking roster spots away from guys who work their whole life, but sports is an entertainment industry. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, Nate Robinson also tried boxing too. So yeah. But like he legitimately took a, he took a training camp spot for an NFL franchise. And like he, he stunk, he got burned. Cause he's like a, he's a five foot, whatever basketball player trying to play cornerback without playing football for like 20 years. 
like the Raptors in the '90s signed uh, Master P, like the rapper, like he played on their minor league team. Like, where was the outrage there? Like, the Raptors were a joke in '98, and they had him on an NBA contract. He didn't play for them, but like this shit happens. Like, sports is an entertainment business. I agree. I agree. I think maybe the outrage. If I had to, I like, I don't agree with any of it. I think it's fine. I agree with your argument that it's an entertainment industry. I would say maybe the the outrage is more to do with how high profile he is and how he already left football and is now coming back and I can't pick a thing. I feel like people didn't, I feel like to Adam's point, people didn't realize how little he was making in baseball and what that opportunity really was. And I feel like people just assume that he took some spot of some other minor leaguer that, that deserved it more. And now he's just giving up on it, going back to football, taking someone else's job. And now it kind of like, it, it, there's a way this could be framed that says he's just trailblazing across sports, taking people's jobs, you know, yeah. but not that I agree with it, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just kind of want to see what happens. Like, I think it would actually be kind of funny if he made the team and just absolutely sucked. And like, there was just a bunch of clips out there of him just being God awful at football. I think that's the funniest thing that could come out. Of <laughs> Imagine he was a monster. Like, I, I would love if they just, like, ran the Wildcat for him. Even though, like, he's a tight, like, he's a tight end. A Wildcat for a tight end? Yeah. Well, like, I remember when he was uh, signed by the Jets, people thought he should just be a fullback. I remember that. I remember yeah, that. people are like, oh, why, like, you're good at running the football. Why wouldn't you just be a fullback? And he said, I'm here to play quarterback until no one would sign him to be a quarterback anymore. Like, wasn't his last tryout with the Patriots, I think? I don't yeah, know. I think, so. I think so. Either yeah. them or the Eagles, I'm not sure. Yeah, he got cut from the Patriots. Well, he got cut from both teams for sure. I just don't know which was his last stop before uh, baseball time. Eagles were last. He was in a competition with Matt Barkley for the Eagles' third-string quarterback job. <laughs> in the tough job, April, April 2015. Matt Barkley, like I've seen him, I've seen him back up some of the Bills' greats, man, and he's uh, he's a he's tough to beat out, that's for sure. In 2018, in Double A, this was Tebow's best season of the three years he played in. In Double A in 2018, he hit 273 with a 336 on base. Like, the rest of his numbers, the rest of his numbers, like his slugging percentage was low, 399. He had six homers, 36 RBIs. This is in uh, 84 games, but it's not like like obviously he he wasn't the best player around, but that's good enough to have a minor league job. In my it's opinion. good enough to have a minor league job. And if you're going to do a blind, like if you're going to take his stat line and compare it to just like, just a rando, like a Joe Inglet type, it's like, why wouldn't you take the guy who's mm. going to actually draw Way more hype? Out? Yeah, exactly. Like that's, it's as simple as that. Like I think so putting asses people... in the seats, eh, Benny? You got it. <laughs> sometimes you do it somehow. Get it a little too caught up in the minutia of sports just fucking get out there and hit dingers chicks dig the long ball yeah words to live by just get out there and hit dingers yeah so yeah. easy you that? and it's so easy yeah how many dings you got adam in your career blake will tell you he had two in an inning once I think that was the only two he ever had. At Pearson, right? And that's my career, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was at Pearson. Got we still deep. lost that game. Me and Blake had nine RBIs combined, and we lost that game. Jeez. No pitching, huh? Do you have Tanner Rourke on the mound? 
pretty much. I'm not gonna say names, but yeah, we pretty much did. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember who's on the mountain, but Adam, you can tell me later. <laughs> he shouldn't have been on our 18U roster. I'll just say that. <laughs> Was it game seven of the World Series lineup? <laughs> pretty much. Same, <laughs> same result. But that was that was the game that we were down. I think it was 13 nothing going into the bottom of the first. But we, we lost 15-14, so we made it a close one. Jeez. There's some Nats talk for you. We needed a bit of Nats talk. I'll say that. We've been <laughs> due. We've been due. Here. So I got kind of our last segment. I don't know how you guys want to frame this. If you guys want to – so we're going to talk NHL playoffs. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the playoffs and then do our draft, or do you want to do the draft and talk about teams as we go? Do the draft first, or yeah, the okay, do it as we go. Yeah, do it yeah. as we go. I agree. Okay, so what we're doing? So last year we like did the three sport playoff draft, and then however far your teams all went, we gave points out. This year we're just going to do it for hockey. Wait, remind the people who won that. Just uh, Ben won it, and I lost. Or... So we're doing the same thing here. Winner. Loser has to buy the winner a case of beer. I was the big loser last time. And uh, Ben won, so I owe him a case of beer next time I see him. Uh, COVID's gone in the way of that delivery a bit more than it should have. And then... um, You have no free time to drop it off? I got free time, man. I didn't (laughs) need to be called out like that, though. Jeez. Rollerbladed over one day. Yeah, Yeah, I'll get the roller gang going, man. That'll be the main voyage on the new blades. Uh, so this time around, we're just doing hockey. There's five of us. So we're each going to take three teams and then just one of the 16 NHL teams just flat. It won't be taken. And they'll probably go on to win it. If I had to guess, that'd be a very NHL thing to do. You think Montreal Canadians are going to win the cup then? Natural. I mean, they have an easy first round. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, anyways, I mean, I'll they pull were good up, in the playoffs last year. Shocked the world. A quick fantasy. I saw Boston had a good start, Cameron. <laughs> Boom roasted. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Game one. Still, I'm still waiting on the one out of 16 tweet. <laughs> oh, it's coming tomorrow. I, th- I thought about tweeting at Cameron 0 oh, and 16. Oh, and 16. <laughs> I'm just hoping they get swept and he doesn't have the chance to do one. And all you <laughs> Leafs fans, once you win your series. I'm sure you'll be creative and it'll be fun. Cameron's going to have to block me. If Boston gets swept and Toronto wins their series, Cameron's going to have to block me. <laughs> I'll tell you that now. <laughs> yeah. I might delete all social media, to be honest. I actually unfollowed Cam on Twitter a couple of years ago when they played Columbus in the playoffs. And then I, I, I mute, forgot. I, 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 I mute Cam. Sometimes, some years in the playoffs, I mute Cam on Twitter and then go on mute him later. But smart. that was more, that was years ago. The last few years I've, I've suffered through it. I think last time Ben unfollowed me, it took him probably like a year to realize that he didn't follow me back. Yeah, I kind of forgot. (laughs) (laughs) One day I get the notification, Ben Murray followed you. I'm like, did this guy make a new account? What's going on here? No. We have an order, Tom? Yeah, I just randomized one. That's what I was doing there. And then I was looking for my pen. Now we're good to go. So the order is Ben with the first pick, Adam with the second pick, Blake with the third pick, I have the fourth pick, Cameron has the fifth. Don't worry, Cam, Boston will still be there. Have five. Just rolling <laughs> right into it here or what? <laughs> whenever, yeah, whenever you're ready. Uh, I got to look at the draft board here. 
Um, well, I think the first one's pretty easy. Anyways, I'm going to go with the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche. The Avalanche. The Avalanche. Yeah, pretty easy. They're a wagon. And uh, Vegas is looking a little iffy. They might lose to Minnesota, which would help me out a little bit. And uh, I think they're the best team top to bottom. I don't have much of a scouting report on them, to be totally honest with you all. I feel like goaltending might be a bit of a question. Grubauer is good in the regular season, but he's never really done it in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, that's my pick. Yeah. Who's their backup right now? Is it still um... Ben Bishop, no? Ben Bishop? Ben Bishop's on Colorado? What? Didn't no. They... Or not Ben Bishop. Fuck, who am I thinking? Who is it last? Oh, no, I'm thinking Devin Dubnik. Yeah, I think it's Dubnik. Yeah, what happened to the guy year? that was there last year? Frank Kuz, who was their backup, is yeah. injured. He's been injured the whole year. But I think, was that like a consensus 1-1 one, one pick? Would you guys have gone with that? Uh, yeah, I would have. No, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I kind of, even though Vegas lost their first game, I, I think that on paper Vegas is the second best team in the playoffs. So, like, that is tough. Behind Colorado. Oh, that'll yeah, be a like, good series same... if it happens. Yeah. Right, but it's the same part of the bracket, you know what I mean? Like, someone's got to win and someone's, someone's got to come out of it, yeah. Yeah, so you're kind of taking a gamble there. Again, it looks good that Vegas lost that game, but I I feel pretty confident. Like, Minnesota is kind of dust. I saw I mean, like, a I lot of brackets. I think Minnesota won the season series against Vegas yeah, this year. I saw a lot of brackets where people are taking Minnesota over Vegas. Yeah. Like... Anyone, Not that it makes it legit. But. Anyone notable or like <laughs> Rick from Red Deer? Like, uh, Curtis Rick Nestor. Curtis, okay, so. Curtis so Nestor, basically Rick from Red Deer. Like, then, remember when you did the bracket challenge and you got every single one wrong? Oh, yeah. In the first yeah. round? I sure do. <laughs> That's like hard if to there do. Is a, if, there is a, if there is a prize for the imperfect bracket, I, I would have got it because every single pick I made was wrong. <laughs> That was the last time I did a. That was the last time I did an NHL bracket. I retired on that. What's the, the scoring system? Like just a point every. I'll do a round. point. A point for every round, and then. An extra point for the cup, right? Should I do five no. points for having the winner? Or no? No, that'll that swing the whole it. thing. Yeah, that would just pick up. That's just should pick you do like winner. add a point per round, like one point first round, two points two second. Point second round, three, yeah, three you can do that. And then yeah. four for the cup win. Four yeah. for the cup, yeah. One, two, three, four. I like that a lot. Lock it in. I'm going to put in my notes. One, two, three, four. <laughs> That's it. I'll know what that means. Hope so. Okay, Adam's Adam. up here. Um, I'm going to take the team that I think will have the easiest time getting out of their division, so I'm going to take the Leafs. Yeah which is what I thought Ben was going to do. I was surprised when he took Colorado. Yeah, I I kind of – the Leafs, like, I do think they have the easiest path, which, as a Leafs fan, that's why I feel – I never can get the demon off my back, man. Like, I – people say easiest path they've ever had to the finals in a while, and all I hear is more reason for heartbreak. Yeah, I was going to say, just – yeah, exactly. I don't know if they're going to win the cup, but I just think they're most likely to go to the final fourth. The goaltending uh, terrifies me. Jack Campbell, I like him. He's never done anything in the playoffs. He's never had a chance to, but like 
I'd feel a lot better with the guy that's been there before. And then Freddie Anderson's might rear his ugly head at some point. If there's a little shakiness from Jack Campbell, I don't, that's the one pitfall. And it, it's a bit of a gut punch considering the Leafs across the board have never been this deep up front and on the blue line. Like their blue line legit, like TJ Brody was the perfect pickup. And then Bogosian, who is a game time decision, but he's an awesome PK guy. Like he's essentially soaking up most of the Ron Hainsey tough minutes without playing like 20 plus minutes a night and being dog shit on offense like him or Roman Polak, like those guys, Babs loved to fucking roll out Polak and Hainsey. There's no guy like that anymore. And it might be the goaltending that does him in. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> you might be right, but I still like the pick. Oh, like I love the pick. I, I would have taken I think it's the, Yeah, I would have taken him if you didn't, so. But like Kucher, I just. Kucher off scored. Yeah. <laughs> So Blake's now like up. an hour behind back here. Yeah, I uh, I was hoping to get the Leafs. I feel like at this point I have to take Vegas. I can't. I don't think Vegas can get past the third pick here, so I'm going with them. Yeah, tough to hate on that. Um, again, like on paper. Although, like, I it's the exact same argument I made. No, yeah, the other side. Yeah, the other side yeah. of the Colorado argument. I get it. I and obviously that's true, but. I feel like I couldn't let them keep going, you know, past three. It just means, though, between you and Ben, one of you two have to win. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's literally you, – you, with that pick, you kind of, like, set this whole – at least that part of the tournament up as you versus Ben mm-hmm. for the case mm-hmm. of beer. He's down one nothing, so yeah. he's got to make it there first. Yeah, exactly. Even St. Louis, I mean, for whatever reason, they, they do scare me a little bit knowing that they're just two years off a cup. They still yeah. really have the same core, pretty much. Minus their captain. Right. Good call. And, and Bennington's yeah. not as good anymore. I'm up next, and there's no obvious team to really take. Fuck it. I'm going to go with the reigning cup champs. I'm going Tampa. They're j- they just got Kucherov back. They're number two, right? They have like a $200 yeah. million dollar cap right now. Yeah, so like <laughs> – even though they're the three seed, it's like a sneaky three seed because Kucherov yeah. Stamkos back and like they just won it last year. Vasilevsky's the best goalie in the NHL. Hedman's the best defenseman in the NHL. I, I think that, and I don't like that. I kind of think Carolina is overrated as a one seed, and Florida there at two. Like I think they can, even though it's a tie game. I think Tampa can kind of take their lunch money a bit. Hopefully, that's the hope. You agree, take like the, didn't you take the reigning World Series champions last time? It did not work out. Yeah, I took the Nationals, man. I love I love winners. What can I say? But no, I do like that pick, yeah. Yeah, like the fact that they're getting a rested Kucherov and Stammer. Stammer, like, I know, like, the whole cup hangover thing's a thing, but I feel like the fact that Stammer didn't really play – like he played one game last year. He wants to prove that they can win with him leading the way. Like I think they'll get a ton of effort out of him. And I think the team will follow suit because he's kind of their leader. So I agree with you, Tom. I like that pick. Cans up here. And I have a feeling I know what the pick is. Well, if he's... I mean, I end up going back to back anyways, right? 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'll make it. You have to say first round pick person. here. First round pick, uh, Boston Bruins. So Cam's not winning. Um, Wilson is their daddy right now. That pick cost you, might cost you forty bucks, Cam. I think that might pick. That pick might actually earn me a case of beer, Adam. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. And then take Washington, you coward. <laughs> Just get <laughs> set myself up either way. If, well, like that's the thing. Cameron is awful at drafts, so like that would be such a Cameron move to like take <laughs> to a sure point. Teams. Yeah, yeah. You, you should have said that, Blake, because he would have. Yeah, take two teams playing each other in the first round. I mean, either way, I'm getting points. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the biggest loser's attitude of all time. <laughs> You're guaranteed to have just at least trying to hedge my bets. Doesn't want to just doesn't want to get naked mild. Yeah, just trying to hedge my bets. Um, and then I think I'll follow that up with I think I got to go Edmonton. All right, bad pick. Yeah, I believe in McDavid, best player in the league. So I believe in to, Connor to most people. Tell uh, them who thinks so. I that was never my opinion. I know. I just like the spins on it. Tom yeah. doesn't think McDavid's the best player in the league. For all those listening. Those uh, two have tough first round matchups, Cam. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to I'm up next. I'm taking capitals. I'm gonna fucking bury Cameron here. I will say, like I watched the game last night. I will say when I saw Craig Anderson in that, I <laughs> I didn't realize he was on the Capitals <laughs> and like that doesn't make me feel great, but whatever. I'll fucking take the opportunity to to like fucking beat up Cameron here in the first round. Craig Anderson's still not like a terrible goaltender. No, no, I mean, played he well. Three games this year. Isn't he ancient too? I feel like the guy's like forty. 40. I, yeah. I, saw stat, I saw stats saying he has the fourth highest save percentage of all time in the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, well, like, very yeah, Ottawa. I believe that. That Ottawa team, like they, they went to the conference finals against Pittsburgh that one year. Yeah, they were, yeah, like, they were goal away from the cup final. Yeah, that was like the last year they still had Carlson, Mark Stone, Mike Hoffman, uh, Pajot was on that team too. Like, I'm thinking of guys who aren't there. Like, I guess a ton of them aren't there anymore, but you know. Craig I mean. Anderson. Craig Anderson, yeah. Craig Anderson beat Robin Leonard out for the job, man. He earned it. I don't know what happened here, though, that he's uh, Washington's starting goalie going into the playoffs, but fuck it, I'll ride it. No, it's uh, Vanacek or whatever his name is got hurt. And then Samson has been on their COVID list. So Anderson's technically like the third string, or even I guess if you want to look at it, fourth string, because Lundqvist was supposed to be their third string. And then once he was out for the year, they signed Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't call him fourth string. He wasn't even on the team at that point. Yeah, good point, Adam. That's common right. sense. I'm just saying it's not like he was like their backup plan from the beginning. But apparently Samson is uh, off the COVID list now. So, like, and again, I kind of maybe lean too heavy on this crutch. Washington's been there, done that, man. They've won a couple four. I think they can do it again. So, my brain, I mean, I kind of got a dumb brain, man. I, I can't fit, I don't have a good imagination. I have to watch a team literally 
hold a Stanley Cup for me to believe they could win a Stanley Cup. So you're taking St. Louis next. <laughs> hey, I don't tip picks, man. I don't tip picks. All right. I think I'm next, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. With uh, whatever pick this is, eighth pick of the draft. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take the Carolina Hurricanes. All right, man. Your loss. Okay. I, I, think I mean, they'll beat Nashville, but. Yeah. Well, Nashville, I, I kind of, there's, don't count the douche out ever, man. Sorry. Lots, lots of playoff speak. success he has. Not, don't worry, man. He, <laughs> he hasn't had it yet. I didn't mean to insult your family when I said that earlier. I was just trying to say that I think Carolina should beat Nashville. The douche hasn't had a ton of opportunity for playoff success, and now now's his time, man. The spotlight's bright. He's going to come alive. The way I saw that pick was it's either Colorado or Vegas coming out of the West, Yeah, most likely. I don't want anything to do with the North other than the Leafs, which I didn't get. And then someone's got to come out of the Central, and Florida and Tampa are facing each other the first round. I don't, I'm not confident Florida can beat Tampa. Tampa's already been taken. So Carolina kind of is the point. It was either them or going to the East Division, but oh yeah, it makes sense. Just, Carolina. I'm just not a Carolina guy. I'm, yeah. Every fair. year, the analytics nerds love to tell me that their Carolina is the best team of all time, and it makes makes me sick of them. I'm just trying to get a case of beer, Tom. I'm sick of the Hurricanes. They were the best team available. That oh, the I teams available. I thought they had the best chance of getting a point. So I agree with the strategy. I just I don't think I could have stomached to take a team I hate that much. Okay, I feel indifferent about Carolina. Yeah, yeah I feel like there's not a lot of people that despise Carolina. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> me and Tom have had this conversation multiple times because, like you said, the analytics nerds and like hockey Twitter. Anytime Carolina wins a game, they absolutely <laughs> lose their minds. Yeah. And it's like, all right, but, like, nobody cares. Oh, the Hurricanes have more fans on Twitter than paying uh, paying attendance. That's for damn sure. No one – they're always, like, bottom five in the league in attendance, even when they're good. And everyone tells me how fun of a fan base they are. And I'm like, shut up. They don't have fans. They're a joke. For whatever reason, I think they're I, – I was – I was saying to my brother actually earlier, I don't know why I hate them more, but I hate Carolina more than the idea of a team in Carolina more than Arizona and Florida, because people don't try and push Florida and Arizona down my throat. You know what I mean? They just kind of treat them as irrelevant as they are, even when they were good. Like one year, Florida had a one seed going into the playoffs when they had like Christopher Stieg get like 30 goals and like Christopher Stieg. Yeah, oh he, he had like a 30-goal yeah. year one year. I remember that. Oh, I remember that. It's just a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. And then like Arizona one year had a pretty high seed with Dave, Dave Tippett. And guess what? No one tried to tell me to enjoy them. They No one talked about them because they, they're irrelevant. So that's kind of where I, I hate Carolina. I don't like being told what to like. But they do fun celebrations after the wins, Tom. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they, just because Justin Williams likes to pretend to dunk a basketball after a game doesn't mean I should like them. Fuck those guys. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> I pick now. Oh yeah. yeah. By all means, man. All right. Um, 
my pick, I'm going to take someone that seems to be upsetting someone every year, and I'm going to take the Islanders. thought you were going to take Seabus. I know they're not in it. I'm just saying. Did you guys see the video that the Guelph Storm OHL posted on their Instagram of the players picking the NHL teams that they think are going to win, and one of the kids picked Ottawa? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I they saw haven't it. had that chance. They, man. they like cut away from it like as fast as possible, but they should have just cut it all together. It was kind of it was yeah. really weird. They added something in the comments about like they made these picks before the like playoff like, teams were all set. But yeah, can well you thought Ottawa was you gonna make you, it? You could you I was gonna say you could have made this pick in like December and it would have still oh, been I ridiculous. Know. I know. <laughs> hey man, the North Division's still playing. As long as regular season hockey is still going on, I will not count out the Senators. Um, your boy R.A. liked the Senators early on in the season as a sleeper pick. R.A. is high as a kite, man. <laughs> I could have told you for free that he was off base with that pick. <laughs> I don't care how big of a Drake Batherson fan you are. They are not contending for a while. Ben's Might be up. pretty soon. All right. I think uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota. They're up one nothing. Why not? They look good from what I heard from like two tweets I saw on Twitter. So they did I'll look take good. That. They they should have won the game a hundred times. Like Flurry was standing on his head. Love it, love it. And not, uh, uh, not to poke a hole in your strategy, but that's two teams on the same quadrant of the bracket. And then neither of them are really guaranteed to Tom, win. Tom, you're, you're talking to the only person to ever win this draft challenge. Don't, don't. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, man. I'm no math guy, though. It's, <laughs> that's a ballsy pick. That is fair, but I agree it's a ballsy pick. Two teams in the West, and neither of them are the favorite. I well, think maybe Colorado I mean, would be Colorado's the favorite. Colorado the favorite. I feel like I looked at the odds, and Vegas is the favorite, no? Maybe. They could be. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking purely one seed, one seed, two seed on that. Then we're kind of getting slim pickings here. I'm between two. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Sid the kid. He's done it before. Like Tom said, you want to see them lift that cup. So going Pittsburgh. done it three times, man. Yeah, exactly. Just need Malkin to suit up one time for us. Yeah. Is there, is, are all four teams yeah, out of the My East fantasy team relates to that. Yeah, it's all four are gone now. Ben may have blown up my draft strategy here. Yeah, I wanted Pittsburgh too, but I didn't really think they'd get to me. Like I meant, like, there's no other. Uh, no, there's one other team that's recently won a cup left on the board. But Pittsburgh, Crosby, Crosby checked the box for me three times. Adam's up here. Yeah, I'm going to take Florida. Yeah, that's who I was on the board. trying to decide between Florida and Pittsburgh. I, but I knew exactly who you were picking between. Because I think the rest of you are like, throw your points at the board now. Some defenseman just Doug Glatt blocked a shot with his face in the crease, so I'm taking Florida. <laughs> Tom, that's who's still on the board? right there. Who's still on the board? St. Louis, Montreal. Is Minnesota still on the board? No. no. Uh, Winnipeg. No. St. Montreal, Louis. St. Louis, Nashville, and Nashville. That's it. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, okay, well, I don't want two teams in the West, so I guess I'm going to take the Winnipeg Jets. Shit, man. This, you made my pick tough here. Because on one hand, I've seen Jordan Bennington raise a cup. On the other hand, my, my cousin, like, the family ties are strong. This is a tough one. You're referring to Matthew Shane when you say your cousin? Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, who else would it be, man? I don't know. Maybe you have there a lot of cousins. one cousin in the NHL. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many cousins in the Cody NHL. Cody Hodgson used to be there, but yeah, he's not there now. <laughs> no. No, I'm pretty much related to every hockey player in Halberton, I'd say. Goes uh, on that made that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Halberton's a small town, man. Hmm. Everyone's related. <laughs> so, uh, that's where my grandma's from. And it's a small town, so that's uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going Nashville, mostly because I'd I'd rather bet against Carolina than bet against Colorado. Blood is thicker than water. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. So, and actually, sneaky. This makes it good because Cameron's either gonna have to pick St. Louis, who broke his heart a few years ago, or Montreal, who I assume he hates. Like Boston's kind of. That, that yeah, I didn't even think about that. The Boston fan has to pick between St. Louis and Montreal here. Yeah. But he'll pick Montreal for sure. I'm absolutely picking yeah, Montreal. So. Wow. I, I didn't have I, to think about that. I was told okay. that one that was time. A, that was a very easy Is that locked in? Is that locked in officially? Yeah, he took yeah, Montreal. Montreal. I was either between Montreal and like, Nashville. Boys, I feel like we're leaving a team on the board that it's actually conceivable could win the cup. Yeah, St. Like Louis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I completely agree. We might look like idiots when we look at this. It's like no one took – we took 15 of 16 NHL teams and no one took the champion. I cannot believe Cam just let St. Louis go by there. I might not win I, a series. I let, them, I let them go by because I already had Vegas in the West. That's why I took Winnipeg because I wanted three teams in three different divisions. But I can't believe – like, apparently I'm old. Cam took Edmonton – you took Edmonton too, didn't you, Cam? Yeah. Wow, I, I like I like the Edmonton. Pick. I like the Edmonton pick. The, the, the other North two suck. The I other watched, two suck. The only game I watched in the North Division this year was I watched like one Toronto uh, Ottawa game, and then that was it. I have not watched any North nice. Division hockey, so I'm basing this on nothing. Yeah, Edmonton but at, at six overall, you had plenty other picks to go to. This guy went. Boston. I was between Edmonton and Carolina, but then no, I was between Edmonton and Carolina. For my second pick but like me and tom were saying i like i don't like carolina so i went edmonton and then between st louis and montreal that was that's montreal easy okay so cam is buying the beer what happened to the <laughs> what happened to the greatest rivalry in sports i was told boston montreal am i that old that that's not a thing anymore that was that was legitimately the headline every time that it played is this the biggest rivalry in sports apparently I mean, cameron's got a short memory me, i mean there's been more meaningful boston st louis games in the past probably in my lifetime to be honest than there has been boston montreal games and the st louis ones were a lot more recent so fuck them I'm and then if montreal that. wins it means toronto fans are like miserable so that kind of works out for me i'm just saying man i wouldn't have yeah 
Cam, Cam's hate for the Leafs far outweighs any so-called yeah rivalry between Montreal. I I knew it was a no-brainer when he when he had this that man play. did not seriously come in here and take Boston, Edmonton, Montreal. <laughs> Two North team divisions, not even the the good one. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> so just to recap, Ben took Colorado, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. Adam took Toronto, New York Islanders, Panthers. Blake took Vegas, Carolina, Winnipeg. I took Tampa, Washington, Nashville. Cameron took Boston, Edmonton, and Montreal. If Adam didn't take the Islanders right before me, I was going to go Islanders-Pittsburgh. I, I just was in a pickle and didn't even know what to seems, do. Islanders kind of seem like a team you would take. I'd, I have to say that. It would have been a guaranteed one point. So yeah. I would have done that if Adam let it fall to me. Like they kind of remind me of Columbus, you know what I mean? Like just a slow grinded out team. Like I hard on the four check. Very hard on the four check. Who else employs Cal Clutterbuck and Casey Sazikas? Those guys are heavy. And Matt Martin and Leo Komarov. Yeah, that's Leo. a lot of that's a lot oh, of yeah. big boys. That hit on uh, that Komarov had on that Boston guy the other night was just that was just so dirty, Cam. I couldn't believe it. Jack Edwards, like he does a lot. I don't even want to really, get into I, like, it. Dude, was, I love that was a Krejci? Was a Krejci that got hit? I, I'm praying for him. Pasta, like he got yeah, touched right, in pasta, the yeah. got touched in the app. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm praying, I, if, praying, praying for Pasternak. If you listen to only the audio on that, I would have thought there was a sniper in the top row, <laughs> and he took him out like bullseye, right between the right in the forehead. Same. And then, like, oh my god! Yeah, I love listening to that guy. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I realize he's like a big homer, and I understand for any other fan listening to him would be like the worst experience of your life. But as a Bruins fan, I listen to every like that's all I want to listen to. You know, as a game, I got to find the NESN stream. I don't like. I, I, don't, I don't like, like that. that though. Yeah. Do you guys I, hate I us? Even if it was fans, a for the Leafs, I wouldn't like it. Would yeah. you guys like your own home broadcast? I guess you kind of have it, but not really the same as other teams do. I'm good with the way it is. Because like yeah. American teams, like I, I listen to the same two guys every single broadcast. Yeah. And same with we Cam. basically do too. We basically do. Like when I watch the because Toronto Jim Hughes and Craig Simpson for like almost everything. Yeah, like when I watch the Toronto, they didn't Raptors, do much like, this year though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I but like I was just gonna say, like I don't get sick of Jack Armstrong and uh, Matt Devlin, and like they're not homers. Like I don't think I'd like that. Jack honestly. Armstrong's not a homer. He, <laughs> no, like he yeah, doesn't like not to the same you. level though. Like Jack Armstrong, it is, I agree, it's not to the same level, but Jack Armstrong will say if a guy's not trying out there, he'll be like, oh, like yeah, that's fair. Whereas, like sure. every Boston player is the greatest player of all time, according to no, Jack. No, man, Edwards. you're not listening enough. Jack Edwards gets on the guys, especially DeBrusque this year. Multiple game, basically any time DeBrusque has been in the lineup, Jack Edwards is like, this guy should be in the press box. So, all right, he can be hard on the guys too. I'll take your word. I'll take your word for it. it. Yeah, I don't like my Florida pick right now. Nah, yeah. Three, two, I, I like my pick, man. Kucherov's the best player in the world. Yeah. You score yeah. again. Yeah. Kucherov is probably good. looks fine, eh? Yeah. I'd say so. I saw a tweet that I thought was funny though. Um someone tweeted how many how uh, how long until in this series we hear a tweet or a take where it's from a Bruins fan being like, 
since when was Zidane Char this dirty? Did this happen overnight? Like, now that he's on the other no, side, it won't happen, man. Bruin, everyone still loves him. Yeah, like you think if he starts like doing dirty shit, you're not gonna have any sort of. I mean, I never done dirty shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is over. <laughs> Who was it on Buffalo? Was it Reinhardt that he just like buried in the corner for like thirty seconds after the play left? Yeah. Pro- yeah, was it no right. penalty on the play? Probably. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, you're gonna yeah, tell I should, me that was a dumb question. Say you won't be annoyed at all if he just tosses Marshawn headfirst into the boards, breaks his neck. He does. I mean, I'm like not gonna it. go out there and wish harm, like wish anybody gets hurt, like you guys are apparently. But I'm not wishing, man. I'm just. That is not what any of us just said. I'm laying out precedent here and saying, what if it happens to you? You're telling me there's no situation you get even somewhat annoyed with Char out there. I mean, I think it would have to happen for me to to know how I would react. I don't think I could. Like, I can't picture it happening right now. <laughs> you can't picture Zidane Char doing something dirty? No. Okay. This guy. I don't know, man. That, that's quite the sound bite. Zidane Char, a clean hockey player. I think that's a good note to end this on, I guess. True words from the guy that took Boston, Edmonton, Montreal. Cam, you've had some bad drafts in the history of this podcast, but dude, this I'm telling you, this is still not my worst. I got it. I have to disagree, I think. I missed the one where you took all Boston everything. So <laughs> that was oh, one yeah. of my better ones. <laughs> Of the ones I actually I don't like the your ones chances. I participated in. I don't like your chances of even getting like a point. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. I think you're getting zero points. If you get any points, it's Edmonton getting one. Yeah. I'm yeah, getting can... three points this first round. <laughs> no. Well, we'll see what happens, I guess. Um yeah. I I don't know. I don't Cameron's Cameron uh it wouldn't be the same if we didn't get a few kind of Cameronisms out of it. So, like, I, it's good to laugh amidst uh, uncertain COVID times as right now. Uh, it's good that Cameron still makes me laugh sometimes. That's what I'm here for. That's what he's here for. You can catch him next week back on the Sunday shoot-around. Be sure to tune in next week and all throughout the playoffs. Don't need your